This is Faith. And this is Anna. And welcome to season five of Let's Just Go For One. Welcome to our podcast. This is Faith. This is Anna. This is Let's Just Go For One. So the opening song is Karma. And I'm just going to be totally transparent, guys. We're so mad right now. We just recorded our whole opening Mm -hmm. and then realized it stopped recording at some point. And the opening was so good that neither of us noticed. So I'm now going to retell you why. (laughs) But I can't even like... I'm so sad we no longer have your authentic reaction to what I'm going to tell. I know. Oh, my God. But the reason why we opened with karma is you guys might remember a few weeks ago I was trolling Vanessa Manila. (laughs) I mean, that shit does come back to you. So then after the episode where this is a TV episode, I'm sure we're going to title it something about sons of all. So you guys (laughs) will already know. We already know we're down to like our Bravo listeners. Um, But Fair enough. Yeah. Two episodes ago when they had the conversation and it was at Sir and it was like the back alley scene and Raquel got into it with Terry Maloney. So after that episode, Bravo by Betches posted a picture from that episode and I wrote a comment under it and I was like, uh, Raquel is very lucky. I said, if anyone had spoken to my mom like that, or she's very lucky that like Katie didn't have hands on her was like my comment. And from that comment, I got severely trolled. Downward spiral. Downward spiral. I had <laughs> all these people. And the way I found out was I was at work and my Instagram was going up. But I didn't see it. But I had two or three clients who screenshot and texted me. And they're like, oh, my God, your comment is blowing up. And people are like coming for you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So I start reading them and people are like going after me. And so then I'm like, all fair points like everybody we can agree to disagree like I'm trying to like be nice to people who have other opinions than me and like they still lay into me and it got so bad of people like coming (laughs) after me I was getting dms of people who were like saying nasty comments to me that bravo by betches physically had to like start deleting comments oh my god and then I just told Anna about it and then Anna. Oh, tried I just to, went down a real rabbit hole. She tried to comment. And then what happened? It says <laughs> Instagram warned me. And they're like, who are her friends? <laughs> Treat people with care. Bullying and insensitive language isn't welcome here. 
So my comment has now been flagged on Instagram. It's so because funny. I got so terribly trolled after writing it that like people came for me. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is so <laughs> funny though. Like they really did. It was more of like, not so much. They really came for Katie and her mom. They came for Katie and her mom, but yeah. it was, it just went yeah. down a real spiral. My favorite is RCFOBH <laughs> replied, man, fuck that hag and her nagging daughter. <laughs> like, which here's the thing. I mean, I'm more on the side of double er who commented <laughs> because you know I cannot stand Katie. Yes. I cannot yes. stand Katie. I know. I um, know. Yeah. And honestly, like, so double er is like asking Tom if it was worth it. Six, six months had passed. Like, they've been separated for six months. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I'm like, all fair points for sure. <laughs> It's so funny. I love that you're like people pleasing your way out of this. I, try, I, <laughs> I like tried to be so nice. And oh then my God. Nobody cared. Nobody no, cared. Nobody they cared. They were like, no, you you're did an get idiot. some likes on that, though. Good for you. <laughs> I got yeah. a few. You got four likes yeah. on that. Double R got a lot of likes about her comment. Oh, yeah. She me. really did. She does not like Katie. Mean Worm tagged me. Can you imagine being lectured by an old lady who is the mother of an ex of a guy you made out with one time? I mean, she also makes a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to troll, you have to be on my side of the trolling, Anna. I know. Well, <laughs> le.garbs. She's the one who wrote like a bunch of astrological signs is, is she trying to oh she spelled out the c word i just realized that oh oh well then although i don't appreciate you came after lala i like tried to comment under some of the comments that people were writing and tagging me and mm. then i couldn't which and i was asking my friend Courtney, i'm like what does this mean she's like because they blocked you i'm like they blocked me <laughs> wait you know what's hilarious is like if you click on the garbs, uh -huh. her, her line under her profile picture is be with those who help your being. Oh God. Like really? Yo, you after you after just called somebody me. a C word yeah. and you're going to preach that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. That lady's on your side. Where's double <laughs> er, double oh er. Gosh. Here she is. <laughs> oh yeah. Tell me more about how you're a mama. I Double know. R. Ridiculous. So anyways, that was my experience. I've officially been trolled. I think this means I'm famous. <laughs> Perfection. Perfection. And then I was commenting under a lot of Larry's posts. Oh. But those were getting a ton of likes. Like one of my comments on Larry's post has like 480 likes. And Larry. Dear God. Larry pinned a bunch of my comments and he's like, oh my gosh, you're like blowing up. I love that. So I have some fans. Now I'm controversial. I have some fans and I have some people who don't like me. Oh, my God. You're the new Scandival. Oh, I hope not. I love this. <laughs> I love this for you. This is so fascinating. So, I can't anyways. believe I'm more impressed that you kept this from me this whole week. I was. I'm so mad we don't have the original. Oh, I know. Because like I literally and we even hung out last night. Yeah. And I wanted to tell Anna so bad. I'm like, no, I have to get her like actual reaction on the podcast. Oh, my that God. I went from trolling Vanessa Manillo to being trolled. <sighs> yeah. I mean, karma is a bitch. Jesus. Karma is a bitch. And I oh. literally was laughing because I. 
I was having this conversation with my girlfriend. I'm like, you know, there are just like such horrible people out there that get away with such terrible things. Correct. And you think to yourself, like karma's going to get them someday. Yeah. And then like 10 years later, I'm like, I think karma still exists. I don't know why they didn't get theirs. But me, it's like if I literally like littered, <laughs> someone would physically throw, like I would get hit by a garbage truck the next day. <laughs> Like I can't, I get like instant karma. There's like a quick turnaround for whoever's in the universe for me. Oh my God. They're like, no bitch. And they knock me right back down. Like, and I'm like, she's been living for 10 years as an adulteress. Where's her? Exactly. I can't even do one thing without getting knocked in the face with it. Oh my God. It's just like, so funny. It's so crazy. So yeah, my week was, I got trolled and I maybe met Sam Martin. Oh, (laughs) I mean, I feel like this made up for everything. But I just feel like now I'm famous. I've I've done it all. Bucket list. <laughs> now you can die. Your I fine. feel like we manifested that though. Oh, like you know what? Yeah, you're that? right. We literally, and it was like an actual random run-in. Yeah, and so like that, like what are the freaking odds? We talk about it, and then that happens again. Chris Evans will marry Anna. I don't know how many times. Like, I know. You you listen to every other thing we say. Where's that one? We've been trying this for years. Me and my daughters did like a moon ritual one year for Anna and Chris Evans. This is hilarious to me. I was like, okay, it's a new moon. And Anna said the new moon, we have to yell into the universe. And we were like going to burn things. And like we had this whole ritual. And I said, and fuck whatever you guys want to pray for. We're all praying for Anna to marry Chris I was like, take your own stuff and shove it way down. Oh, my God. Got a lot of moons to figure it out. Anna's only got so many. We got to go Chris Evans. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, compared to cool, like, cool, cool. Compared to like at the time, an eight-year-old, you know? I'm like, you got yeah. lots of time. No, we thanks, gotta get thanks Anna for that. With- <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. I feel pretty great right now. And like I'm a fucking dinosaur. But it's fine. It's fine. It's We're fine. all dinosaurs compared to our children's ages. Let's Correct. just, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, this is more important. There's a time sensitivity with this. <laughs> because Anna's going to croak soon. Because so Anna's an together. <laughs> I mean, I also got described as a lady in almost 50. So really, I'm right there with you, sister. Okay. First of all, you are a lady. I, <laughs> That's not rude. That is, it's you like, want somebody to call you a girl? Even yes. if you're 25, you don't want somebody to call you a girl. I want someone to call me a girl when I'm 75. I want them to be like, look at that cute little girl. Yes. Okay, first of all, I feel like there's some kind of weird fetish thing going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't like, ever refer to me as a girl. But like a lady, it makes me sound like I'm Lisa Vanderpump. Like, oh, look at that Asian lady. Like, am I, I'm not, I'm not a lady. I'm a cute, available, single, fun girl. You are actually not available. I know. Just a reminder. <laughs> nor are you single. I know. But I just feel like when you look at someone, I just want to look like, oh, fun. Not old lady. Nobody said old lady. They just said lady. Okay. How would you want to be described if someone's like, oh, that's that lady. I don't know. It just doesn't make you... I guess I feel like when someone describes me as lady, it takes like they like I feel like then it's not an attract like you don't find that person pretty or attractive. Um, I mean, I prefer to be described as, oh, my God, that stunning lady. Yeah, no, there was no <laughs> stunning in front of that. Also, I mean, like most people don't describe unless it's another woman or a gay man. They're not describing anyone as stunning. 
No, that's just true. like that bitch. You want to be that bitch? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I got described as that Asian lady. So I don't know how I feel about that. I also think when I hear that, especially with Asian in front of it, I guess I just imagine like an old grandma Asian lady in like the grocery store. Uh, Asian lady is not how if they said a lovely Asian. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. That lovely Asian. I don't know. Also, think, unless it's a woman or a gay man, no one's saying that. I think lady sounds older. I do agree with that. <clears throat> I do think I'd like to be called girl for a few more years. Okay. Yeah. Just woman? Out there. What about woman? The Asian woman? Yeah, woman's better than lady. I don't know why I have a problem with lady. Oh, okay. Yeah, I take woman. Oh, okay. the Asian woman over there? Yeah, I take woman. Okay. okay. Yeah. See, if somebody says lady, I think they are actually young. Yeah. So they are like someone our at- age would be like, oh, that woman over there. Yeah. But somebody young would be like, oh, that lady. Yeah. That's, you know what it is? You totally nailed it. I think the connotation of lady. I now know that I was described as being older than them, which is probably why in my head I'm putting old in my head. Oh, well, let's, okay. That makes let's sense. review this. I was called Asian lady by Sam Hart. <laughs> yes. Just, just to clarify. And he is how old? 33. Not much younger oh. than me. Oh, well, the, excuse I know, that's me, why, sir. That is why okay, I'm so offended. This is a horse of a different color. Okay. <laughs> See, so the thing is, though, so that's like, why I'm like, does he think I'm 50? No, no one thinks you're 50 other my than client, that one. My client. client asked me if I was 50 yet. Um. Okay, so here's the thing. I think the problem is the equivalent to lady is guy, right? But if we said, or oh, that gentleman, guy over no, the there. equivalent to lady is gentleman, guy, girl, lady, gentleman. Oh. I mean, I think unless you're actually an octogenarian, no one is saying gentleman. I mean, if I saw an older man, I might be like, oh, yeah, that older gentleman over there. No, I'd be like that old dude. <laughs> that Redenbacher is what I would call him, actually, <laughs> to be honest. That Redenbacher over there. Looking I didn't get called good. a Redenbacher, but. I don't, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a 33-year-old They could have said cougar. Lady. I would take. Well, I'm a puma, but I would take cougar. I'm a cougar, so get your shit right. (laughs) (laughs) Refer to me as such. So, yeah, I think that's my problem. I was called by someone who is not much younger than me, a lady. Yeah, that would bother me. Yeah, thank you. I get that. It's like when people who are younger than me call me hun or like sweetheart. Like, I'm sorry, stop that. (laughs) You call me lady. (laughs) Do not call me hun. Yeah, yeah, so. Okay. Anyways. Glad we clarified that. Moving on. (sighs) Do you want anything? For you to die. Well, that's inevitable. How was your night at Raquel's last night? I was at Schwartz's. You were also at Schwartz's when you were together on FaceTime. So you being at Schwartz's doesn't really mean anything. Still haven't said sorry for what you actually did. (laughs) 
Every time I try to apologize to you, it just makes you more angry. Good, let me be angry. Okay. You should still apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't want to hurt you. I really did not want to hurt you. You didn't want to hurt me, but then you continue to do something repeatedly over and over and over and over we and stopped. over and over we, again. Dude, dude, it happened. That would hurt me. We, it happened and we, it, it didn't happen for a while. Oh, great. I've been with you for nine years. Back when you lived with shorts, we became friends. When you were literally f***ing like wearing combat boots and skinny jeans and didn't have a f***ing dime to your name driving a 1997 Honda Civic. I loved you then when you had nothing. You got a little bit of money, a little bar, a little band. And then this girl is like going to act like enamored with you. Like, oh, oh my God, you're so, oh. Because that's what you want, huh? You want someone to just gas you up. That girl is searching for identity in men. She has no identity of her own. Willing to stoop so low as to one of her best friend's life partners. And that's someone you think is like a good person you should be around? I don't know how it happened. It just, it happened. We became really good friends. Like I was seeking something that I wasn't getting here. And that's selfish. That's really selfish. Selfish is the nicest word you could use. It's horrible. Me and Raquel became like really good friends. I don't give a about Raquel! Oscar. Oh, Oscar winning. <laughs> I cannot even. Like, you felt all of that. First you of felt all, all of that. Few notes. Also, off sandoval oh you fucking God. gaslighter do not turn this around on ariana which he has tried to numerous times oh my god Throughout i cannot episode what a fucking narcissist like like text book narcissist first you're gonna i'm sorry you're good. <laughs> i'm gonna come down this is why we couldn't zoom yeah <laughs> first of all like we have the tale of two toms because both of them right now to me are dead to me i'm done I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I can't handle either of them, but we have to go into all the Vanderpump stuff. But the first thing we have to address is the fact that there are a lot of rumors swirling right now mm -hmm. that Raquel is pregnant. Mm -hmm. So how do we feel? Do you think she's pregnant? Um, so I don't think it matters. I feel. <laughs> I know Sorry, we're I'm just watching. Yes. Okay. We're having a real issue with technology. Yes. Yeah. Which is weird because Mercury's out of retrograde now. Uh, but it's just not going great. Anyway, I don't think it matters. I feel like the damage is done, whether or not she's pregnant or not, like it, it doesn't matter. It's a moot point at yeah. this stage of the game. Like she's already the damage is done. They got caught. Yeah, they did not as much as Tom likes to say how much he wanted to tell Ariana. He did not is right. the reality of it. So shut your stupid face. So let's go into this episode. So obviously okay. it opens up and we are dealing with well, they actually open up. I mean, again, like Emmy, Emmy winning editing on this whole thing. So great. Right. Oh my they God. start with like the watch what happens live episode. Yes. Like. They show us the timeline. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, obviously, we have Tom and Ariana's combo, which is just, mm -hmm. I am, I, this, is, this is where my head goes. Whatever, wherever Ariana went to high school, she had a high-quality education. She did. Because I am listening to her speak, and either that or she, well, she obviously is just an incredibly intelligent person anyways, 
but it's like, you know, when you have those interactions and then after you have the interactions, you wish you would have said this. Oh, better. 100%. Or like you had these opportunities to burn them and you didn't. Yeah. Everything Ariana said, it like, like they could not write a better script. Oh my God. Like For she real. was so good in cutting and on and like her responses and her timing and mm-hmm. everything was mm-hmm. like so on point. I'm like, she is so fucking intelligent in the way she is able to handle this conflict it's like i would i just i don't have it in me to be like that quick the first time Uh right uh and i just gave her so much credit because everything she said was phenomenal even later in the episode where tom schwartz shows up at girls night like a lost puppy katie wow this is a great atmosphere i'm like shut the fuck up oh shut the fuck up i hate everything about Tom Schwartz. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I want to talk about Katie and Tom Schwartz, but um, even I in that conversation, talk about those two idiots, yeah. even in that conversation, I was like, again, Ariana is so on point. Like, I feel like she, like, I'm so foggy when I'm going through things <laughs> that like, I can't get the concise words out. And she's so clear-headed and so spot-on with her re- responses. Like, I almost want to know the timeline. It, it's it's unreal because I'm like, she is just so on it. And she's, I don't know, I give her a lot of credit. She is having her moment now, so I'm happy. Oh, God bless her. Um, but then we go into Tom and Tom's convo. <sighs> All he does is walk in the door, hug, and say, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like... Where was this when you spoke to Ariana? Yeah. How is Tom Schwartz getting all of your fucking sorries? Yeah. And and you couldn't give one of those to Ariana. Yes. I literally was watching this. I'm like, this is the response she deserved. Yeah. Not Tom. Who's like, could you write a Yelp review? Could you go on Instagram? We're going to do so many bad Yelp reviews. Oh, my God. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Because you know what? For everybody that's like boycotting your place, there's twice as many girls that are going in taking selfies on it. I'm sure you're fine. Fuck off. Like, this isn't about like, I understand you're worried about your business and I get that. But like, at the end of the day, she thought about that. Ariana, when Tom and Katie got married, stood up as a groomsman on Tom's end of it. Exactly. This is like, why are you hugging him? Like, the only person that has had the response that I find incredibly re- respectful in all of it is Sheena. 1,000%. And I do not like Sheena. 1,000%. And this is the first time I've ever liked Sheena. Oh, my God. She was so good. But she had the response that I'm sorry Tom Schwartz should have had as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who you? I, I I can't. I can't with the stupid two times crying and oh hugging. Oh my god! And what then a bunch of fucking morons. This quote from Tom Sensible. Every time I wanted to tell her, I got the feeling she did not want to know. Oh my god! Like no shit. In what universe does anybody want to know you've been? Being their best friend. Oh, is that not great timing? Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me find the right moment. So sorry. To tell you I've been cheating on you for seven months with your best friend. Best friend. Best friend. Seven months. You know, and it's... There's so much I want to get into in this whole thing because it's just like the layers of deception because it's like, why is this such a big thing? Why is everyone so... It's like, because I feel like 
you have obviously, yes, yeah, she got cheated on. And if that was like right. the basic storyline, that's been the storyline of Vanderpump Rules since the beginning of it. So that's basically I, what they're about. Right. I get that that's not like this alarming topic, but I think it's okay. He cheated on her. She, he cheated on her with her best friend. There's the dynamic of her and Rachel that needs to be discussed, Blah. which, by the way, I only want to call Rachel Ratchet any, going forward. Oh, yeah. Solid. It's same except solid. the T. Yep. And Thank the, you for explaining. Yeah, that. I know. Well, you know, for those of us listening who isn't there. Oh, OK. Yeah. No, I don't two know. Two T's. Ratchet. Oh, there might be two T's. Yeah. Well, whatever. I didn't no. have the same education as Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so you have that layer to it. But then I think the layer that is really triggering everybody is like the gaslighting the changing of the narrative, oh my God. the, um, and, and the lack of remorse. I think those are the parts of it that to everyone has been, because everyone's been in a relationship or friendship where like mm-hmm. one of the 10 ways these people have reacted has happened to them mm-hmm. where you have felt like the crazy person or mm-hmm. you have been the frustrated person. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like all of it. If, if he like, it's such a basic concept of like, it's what I teach my kids. If you make a mistake, you own the mistake, you apologize for the mistake, and you try to find a way to have a solution to move forward. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. This and the the changing of like, I, I love how he's like, our, our relationship has been so bad. She hasn't even changed the paper towels or the batteries. <laughs> and I'm literally like, do you just get Amazon Prime, fucktard. Oh, What's my wrong God. with you? He's the worst. Kim I've been Kr- trying. When he was like, I've been trying to tell you. Like, actually, you haven't. No, just say it. Yeah. And Ariana's come out numerous times and said they never broke up. That was never a conversation. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, I, you can see him trying to, like, puppeteer this whole narrative mm-hmm, of, like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he's the victim. Because he was in such oh. a terrible relationship with a girl who wants to take long walks and, you know, watch shows together and make dinner together. But, and, you know, she doesn't want to take shrooms and watch the sunset or go, like, you know, clubbing every night. Like, oh, oh my God. what a terrible girlfriend. How terrible. That must have been so hard for him to have someone who wanted him home to make dinner with and spend quality time. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he okay? She didn't even change batteries or buy pens. How did they get their pens? <laughs> What a terrible girlfriend. You know what? He's totally validated. Are you out of your mind? And by the way, you think Raquel's going to do any better? Good luck with that. Have fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Raquel, I don't even think Raquel knows what batteries are. For sure. And she definitely is not going to know how to put them in your remote control correctly. No, 1,000%. And then he's like, you know, I make her a latte every morning. Like, you know what? Starbucks makes my latte every morning. Guess what? They do a better job, you stupid ass. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot even with this guy. Yeah. But the the whole fact of the matter is the entire time, every single thing he had that came out of his mouth, I'm like, but you were having sex with her best friend. When he's like, you don't respect me. What do what? you think she are doing? <laughs> she doesn't respect you. You are cheating on her, sir. Yeah, that's not going to gain any respect. That's the ultimate form of disrespect. Oh, my God. How are you pointing moron. at her saying she doesn't respect you? Just you just tell me everything I do wrong. Let me tell you what, boy. If she knew you were effing her best friend, 
it would have been a way longer list. Yeah, like I, I, cannot, I don't understand. I'm like, what a I, dummy. So I just think that along the lines, everyone's been in that relationship or been at the at the end of that of a relationship where, in some hopefully much more minor way, oh my god, that you have felt completely misunderstood or unvalidated or gaslit by the person you're with. You know what and you I do? Think that's been the triggering point of it. You have a conversation. Yeah. That's what you do. You well, have a conversation, you dummy. He's too busy getting his white nails done. So. Oh my! I cannot even like the white are nails. You kidding me? The white nails. You the know what? white nails. I put a poll on my Instagram. What's Ooh. worse, Tom's acting or his white nails? And <laughs> you know what? The white nails won. I just want to say, <laughs> I can't with this way. He has ruined white nail polish for me. I went to Everything. get my nails done, and my girl was like, "Do you want a French manicure?" I'm like, "No, do pink." <laughs> I get can't. the white, get the white away from me. I want no white. That's a douchey color. Oh my god, he's such an idiot. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And so, the fact that he's trying to like be a whiny ass baby that, but this, 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 then leave the relationship. Yeah, or have a conversation. Oh Don't my create god, create an entirely false narrative about how your relationship was bad when you never told your partner ever that you were unhappy. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a blessing in disguise. They did. They were not a great couple. I mean, no. I'm not trying to make excuses. They weren't. That's fine. Yeah. Then you leave. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dumbass. So then they had to get together at Ariana's with Katie and Sheena. Mm -hmm. And really, that's when Ariana, you know, this is old news now, but dropped the bomb of what she found on the camera. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that like that night, Tom and Raquel, Rachel ratchet had sex in the car. And then he locked himself out of his house and had Ariana had answered door. And then he was mad at Ariana. Yeah. Mad at her. What? Not, because he got left out of his house after having sex with her best friend in the car. Yeah. In the driveway. Like, are you again? What? But let's get mad at Ariana. Cause that yeah. seems, that I mean, seems like a normal response. Other than that big bomb, the only part of that scene I liked was when that gay man broke the penis pipe. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I'm like, why do you have a penis loop? I think the most shocking part of this this entire affair is that Tom Zinzaval cheated on Zinzaval. on Ariana with a girl. Honestly, uh, one thousand percent. I mean, really? He who's what straight man's putting a penis pipe in his mouth and enjoying it? Other than all the husbands in of Jersey, because I feel like they got oh some God, weird fluidity happening over there. <laughs> okay, so then we have the scene of James calling Raquel on speakerphone. Oh, my God. Which I really wanted your take on this <clears throat> because you really dislike him. I feel like. I try to dislike him so bad because you do and I need to be on your team, but he's so fucking funny and I cannot dislike him. Okay. When <laughs> I'm just going to say, I thought it was hilarious. So I'm looking at it through the lens of Allie. Okay. And through the lens of Allie, none of this is appropriate. Agreed. Even Allie was like, hang up the goddamn Wait, phone. Wait, I love when Allie's like, I'm just going to go in the kitchen. And I'm like, it's, it's a literally apartment. three it's feet away. It's a studio away. apartment. You're yeah. not going in a room and closing the door. Yeah. It's Girl, three go on the balcony away. and close the door. Like, yeah. She's like, I'm going in the kitchen. I'm like, I was like, I can still see you in the shot. Like, yeah. I was like, you just took two <laughs> steps. Maybe go in a bedroom if you don't want to be a part of this. Agreed. And then she, she acted like her, she, she don't live in Villa Rosa. Like, first of all. I love Allie, but I was like, this seems overdramatic. Yeah. I'm going in the kitchen. Step, step. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> okay, Allie. 
Like, I like you, but girl, get a little further. What's going on here? <laughs> I don't think you understand. It doesn't mean if you're in a different room, if it's three feet away. That's the same room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so through the lens of Allie, number one, through the lens of Raquel, why the fuck would you answer a phone call from James at this point? I feel like the producers told her she had to. Oh, yeah, probably. So when he went into the hole, his 40-year-old cocky cock. <laughs> Sons of a smelly cocky cock. His I smelly could, little cocky cock. I could not. Say, you, li- you like that, that 40-year-old smelly cocky cock? <laughs> it was gold. Oh, it was gold. Between him and Kenta, Zanzibar, Zanzibar. Cocky cock. All of the Englishmen are fucking killing it on Vanderpump. I mean, they're just... So great for comic relief. So much. So great. So great. Um, okay. So James kind of redeemed himself a little bit, but also stop making it seem like you were BFFs with Tom. Um, yeah. I think James has to go to a therapist. <laughs> well, which Ellie has to what? go to a therapist. What? Just now you're realizing no, James no, no, no. I just think he has therapist. his own feelings to work out through it uh-huh. because I do feel like he was never best friends with Tom. But when James came on the show, Tom became like a big brother to him. And James oh. really did look up to him for a few seasons. OK, all I'm going to say there is, is there is a betrayal there. It's okay. not as deep as like obviously Raquel to Ariana's. Right. But I think like, OK, and I think of it this way, if if like you were friends with someone mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you found out that like now they're dating your ex-husband oh that's weird or had an affair with your ex-husband or whatever yeah like you'd be like okay well now thinking back to like that picnic 10 years ago when i felt like you were like was there something there like i that's think it, fair. i think I think the more that comes out about the stuff that she's doing, the more right. it probably devalidates his engagement to her. Correct. And I think that's where that comes from. And yeah. I think it's like he probably questions a lot of the interactions they had because they all were in that friend group. True. He is not mature enough to compute that, understand that, and then put that into words that make sense. So he says things like, cookie cook. Cookie cook. <laughs> but I think that's like, I. I, I'm not defending him in the sense of like, no, he wasn't as close with Tom as he's like making it seem. But I think it like it makes him question their history. OK, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think Thank that's you. probably more where that comes from. OK. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, <sighs> and then we yeah. move on to <laughs> the worst scene of the entire episode, which is the scene with Raquel and Tom in their galaxy light. Ugh. First of all, I want to know, like, they're taking shots of something and then drinking Coors Light. And then and I'm like, is Coors Light a sponsor of this episode? <laughs> are they getting some sort of money? Was this like brand product placement? Right. Because why are you taking shots of like tequila and then you're like. I think it was whiskey. Chasing it with Coors Light. Like, just have water. But, like, who's drinking Coors Light? Literally no one. The only people I know that drink Coors Light are either, like, 55 and older or, t- like, 18 and under. Like, Correct. The, you guys work in bars. That's your, you that's know quality. your beer of choice. Tom's like a mixologist. It's like, you're drinking Coors Light? 
You don't even got like a fucking craft beer. You don't even got rusty nickel in your fridge. We'll ship it to you. Actually, we won't. I don't like no, you. I'll we ship won't. it to Ariana. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But like, I why are they doing shots of shit? And then Coors like, I don't know. I can't. I'm like, why do these people live like homeless trash bags? I love because they live in L.A. and they cannot afford to live in L.A. That's why they live like that. And then she turned her galaxy light on. Which oh, I, of course. I, 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 Naturally. Of course she did. She's ruining the planetarium for me. <laughs> she is ruining it. I really had a thing with stars and now she's ruining it. Don't let her. Ugh. Do not allow this. Um. Okay. So I love how they can't kiss each other. Because the cameras are around, but they can have the cringiest of conversations. My parents, how do your parents feel about me? Oh, they love you. I love you too. No, I said they love you. Oh my God, that was so. (laughs) Hey, Tom, you thought you had it hard with Ariana? Have fun with this one. She's a live one. Good luck. She can't even understand basic words. She's not buying batteries. Someone better get Tom Zanzival a fucking Amazon Prime account and do his monthly subscriptions because this bitch is not going to be doing anything. Oh, Oh, my God. It was so cringy. First of all, it was weird seeing the two of them together. It just didn't even feel right. I, Gross. And, and why does Tom look like a villain in every kid's cartoon? Because he literally looks like the Count from Sesame Street. Yeah, I can't deal with him. It's just like it's bothering not right. Me. It between the nails and the hair and the stash, like, like he honestly, looks like an after-school special. Shout out to James Kennedy again for being like, "Yo, whoa, with a mustache." Oh, which we've seen in the preview for the reunion. Yes. Correct. All I can see now is a physical worm with a mustache yeah. every time I see Tom. Every time. It drives me nuts. But anyways, yeah. So that whole scene was so fucking cringe. And then they're like, and then we never hear from Raquel again. And I was like, okay, this You're again, welcome. Seems, seems dramatic. Like, right. Ugh. And, and, and again, no remorse. No tears. Correct. And why is she giddy the whole time? They don't this give is, a this, shit. This is going terribly. <laughs> <laughs> this has like been so like difficult. <laughs> <laughs> this just went very differently than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have emotions? Uh, Do you have one. any empathy? No, because she's in love. She's giggling the entire time. I'm like, do you even care that you just fucking destroyed your best friend's life? And then she life? really wanted to kiss him. Yeah. I felt like she was playing that like weird game. Like, I want to kiss you, but we can't because there's cameras. And I think she like, it was like a test. She wanted him to be like, fuck the cameras. Let's kiss. Like, but he's too busy trying to do his best Meryl Streep impression of like Sophie's choice and like crying to his fucking white nails. So he's like, no man, gotta keep it cool. Cameras are around. No kissing. Yeah. You know what Raquel is? The modern day Camilla. She is. Sorry, not sorry. Literally, no one else will like you. Yeah, no one's gonna like you. Ain't no one like you. Also, no one even likes Prince Charles. Yeah, <laughs> King Charles, whatever the fuck he is now. So then we go Good back luck with that. We're we're leaving the scene because it just makes me mad. Ugh. The then Ariana goes to meet with Lisa Vanderpump. Um, uh, 
We're going to talk about the scene with Ariana with Lisa and Tom with Lisa. I know they didn't happen at the same time, but I want to talk about both of them at the Correct. same time. Yes. So, you know, I get Lisa Vanderpump is in a very difficult situation, right? She has a restaurant with Tom and Tom. Yeah. She is a business partner with them. Mm-hmm. She has to be fair. Mm-hmm. She was great with Ariana. Mm-hmm. She could have went a little harder with Tom. She could have, but he was such a fucking mess. So I get that. I'm sorry. Was he a mess or was it just his finest acting? I mean, it could go either way. I just feel like when Tom went to meet her, he was just like, Ooh, and then like he couldn't even sell it. So then he had to get up and go pound on the window. And then he turned. And you know what? Lala Kent spotted this because I listened to her podcast. Ooh. He didn't have a tear in his eye. Uh, correct. Not one tear. I also spotted that. Not one tear. He did not have one tear. Dry eyes just making. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden. He turns. He doesn't have one fucking tear. Not one. Acting. Zanzival was acting. Not well. He sounded like mating howler monkeys. And he is not even one fucking tear. You can't produce one tear. Safe to say his acting career is shit. Like his fucking cover band is. Correct. I can't even. Oh, my God. I can't even. And Lisa's like, oh, okay. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. We need fucking dick. We need Ken Todd to come in and be like, who are you? Sons of all, shut up. (laughs) He can't say that like that. He goes, all of all. Sons of all. Stop your crying. You're not crying. (laughs) You're not. You had the teeth. So going from that scene that I can't even talk about, it was so distracting with his fucking nails. Mm. So now we have Katie and Tom Schwartz. And I want to talk about something. First of all, Tom lies like 10 times to her. I mean, I feel like I, it, I'm i trying to recap so you know the order we're talking in. But I also know that all of you who are Bravo fans have also listened to eight other podcasts, watched the episode twice. Like, we're not telling you anything you don't know at this point. That is a very strong assumption <laughs> well i feel like people you know they they know the episode but right right going on to the katie and tom thing so here's what i'm gonna say about katie i'm not a fan of katie in in the sense of what she has like she has to let her divorce go she has 100%. To, she only annoys me with the tom stuff now that being said yes when the conversation happened with Katie and Tom in the alley and then Raquel came out, there was a point where Tom has to look at Raquel or should have and said, thank you. I appreciate you have my back. Oh, this is between Katie and I. Right. You have to go inside. Right. Raquel had nothing to do with that conversation. Yeah. And then when he's telling you, she's trying to apologize to you. T-. And I was like, it was like, I had this like, come to Jesus moment. I'm not even joking. I'm watching and I'm watching this whole dynamic. I'm watching him insist to Katie. She should be listening to Raquel. And he's in this moment having more empathy for a girl. He kissed once and like had a, like a new friendship with right. Then his history with this woman who he claims he loves to everybody. Correct. Tears in his eyes loves. Yeah. But then this girl comes out and he's telling this woman that she has listened to, and when she like actually was like <laughs> to like Raquel and like started to actually fucking lose it, like yeah. Katie, mm-hmm. I was like, I get it. 
it like clicked in my head, clear as day. I go, I totally get why Katie is the way she is. She has been with someone for 12 years that never had her back. So she had to so Mm -hmm. strongly have her own back. She's doubled down on everything she does. And it makes her very unlikable because she does not have a partner and she does know she does not know what it's like to actually be in a relationship where someone has her back. And I can't imagine how hard that feels. So every conversation she goes into, she has to come into double as like crazy about everything. And I think it's like, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I think it's why she's so unlikable sometimes. I don't know if it's the rusty nickel or (laughs) I feel very triggered right now. Oh no. No, I get that. But like, I, I, I really was like, oh my God, this is why Katie is the way she is. Cause even in this moment, I'm like, that's your fucking ex-wife. And I don't think that she needs to have the hold on you. She does. I think it's very inappropriate. Yeah. I do think she needs to get over it. Like Frank Catania has got to get over Dolores. But, but when I watch, say that name in front of me, right? but when I watch that whole scene play out, Mm -hmm. I legitimately felt bad for Katie. And I'm like, this is why mm-hmm. she's crazy. She's losing her goddamn mind when Katie's literally looks at Raquel and Raquel's laughing. Katie goes, ah, and I was like, Katie's going to lose her goddamn mind because she is arguing with someone who will never fucking have any self-awareness to how he has left her high and dry for years. 1,000%. And I was like, this is why she is the way she is. Because you know what? In scenes where it's her with other people other than Tom, mm-hmm. she's always right. Mm-hmm. She stands by her convictions. And I don't dislike her. I really don't. I dislike her in the avenues of her with her, her marriage or former marriage. In other scenes, I like her. When she has the scene with Ariana, like, and Ariana's like, Raquel's been nothing but this and nothing but this. And Katie goes, well, I hope she always is that way, but I don't believe that's who she is as a person. Like she stands by her convictions. I can Mm -hmm. see why Katie and Lala are good friends. Like, Mm -hmm. so my hope for Katie going forward is watching Tom Schwartz handle this. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. She came into the season, like, yes, they're getting divorced. Yes, they're separated, but yet their entire lives are still intertwined. They're on the show together. She's contractually obligated to do trips with this man. Yeah. Like she has to fucking figure this out. That had to be so hard yeah. for her to do. 1000%. And then I'm like, you know, now that like she has seen the way he's handled this shit mm-hmm. and like, now that Ariana is officially done with her Tom, like now that there is like a line between the Toms and oh, the girls, there is a line in the sand. I hope that Katie feels empowered to be the girl that she can be now and mm-hmm. not continue to wait for this man to be the man she needs him to be because he I will f- never be. He, he won't. But I feel like the, that is the part of her mm-hmm. that, pisses me off Mm -hmm. and now that that tie is severed with how everything has gone Mm -hmm. I hope that she feels a rush of empowerment to finally leave him in the past take Ariana's hand open your fucking business be bad bitches together start the next phase of your life exactly I think the part of Katie that has pissed me off is her feet and two sides of her life yeah so I'm she hoping. can't move on if she's still holding on to part of it. And I get that she had to hold on to part of it because physically their lives are too intertwined. Right. But I hope this is what she needs to move on and watching the season back and watching how he acted and reacted and all of it. 
I really, really hope that Katie gets some sort of validation Mm -hmm. that she honestly deserves of understanding why she has to move on now. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. New reality show, Ariana, Katie, Lala, moving on. So speaking of brand management, (laughs) yes, I just want to know if Nike also sponsored this episode because the next scene we get is again, nothing less than Emmy editing from Mm. Bravo producers. Mm -hmm. True story of Kristen Doty walking up in her Nike slides with the Jaws music playing. Oh my God. I was like, these aren't even good shoes. I know it. That's what's kind of amazing. I'm telling you that it's like, Homeless trash people. (laughs) It's it's just like, because you'd think they'd be like walking up like, you know, Lala would have like Gucci slides. But Mm -hmm. I'm just laughing and say we're drinking Coors Light and popping up in Nike slides. But you know what? I'm here for it. Yep. So Kristen Doty comes. And I just want to say that like Kristen and Ariana and like a lot of people are like, oh, my God. But like, shouldn't Ariana have known? Because like. Tom cheated on Kristen with her and she was like that girl. That's how we went into it. They've been together nine (sighs) years. But the difference also is that people like I've said this. Kristen was cheating on Tom with Jax. Right. So like that was a mutually toxic relationship. Correct. Kristen was cheating on Tom. Mm -hmm. Tom could sense that and was feeling very upset. Tom and Ariana worked together in a bar Mm -hmm. and he would tell her what was going on in his relationship. Mm -hmm. Ariana knew Kristen and knew Kristen was not only cheating on Tom, but treating him terribly. Mm -hmm. So they then got together. So that's like, because so many people are like, well, shouldn't she have known he cheated on her? I'm like, no, but entirely different circumstance because Kristen was cheating on Tom. Right. So like Ariana's like, I thought this was a one-time thing. Like we were the exception because yes, he did kiss me when he was with Kristen, but Kristen was already actively cheating on him. Mm -hmm. Mutually toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. That was something they both needed to get out of. And again, Tom and Ariana together for 10 years, nine years. Right. Bought a house together. Yes. I think because he used his house as uh, he took something out in his house to get the loan for Schwartz and Sandy's Mm -hmm. that technically makes her part of his business. Like there's like, they are so intertwined intertwined. and Ariana was not unfaithful. Mm -hmm. Even if their relationship wasn't great or even if it was toxic, Ariana was still in it to win it. She said, I would have followed you anywhere. Oh, I would have done anything you needed for me to be right for you, which, by the way, is like the number one sign that it wasn't a good relationship. But yes, nonetheless, correct. she was still completely 100% faithful and loyal. So very different scenario. So mm-hmm. anyways, Dodie comes back. Amazing full circle moment. I feel like all the OG Vanderpump Rules people, we just like had this like, <sighs> like <laughs> it's like all of our work and effort and hours of watching the show has just come forward for this full circle moment. I love this. And then not only that, but you know, Kristen, Sassy, and Katie called themselves the witches of WeHo. Which Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that was their thing because they are all very into astrology and spells. Mm. And like that's kind of what one thing I loved about them. They have their witches of WeHo wine, which is actually coming back out again. Um, and Kristen, Stassi, and Katie in that capacity remind me of me, you, and Beth when I think of that kind of stuff. 
And so they always had like, uh, yeah. So they would do different rituals and stuff. So I love that Kristen came back and was a total witch of WeHo and was like, we're going to write this down. We're going to burn shit. We're going to do this. Like mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. And then I have to just repeat this. Cause again, I'm like, people are like, is this scripted? Like writers could never, it's like, they can't, I mean, God, I, I'm very supportive of writers. I know there's a writer strike right now. Right. Right. I'm very in support. But what I'm saying is like this shit, like, so let me just say, they said, they burnt all this stuff. They're stomping on shit with their Nike slides. <laughs> and then they go ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Life is beautiful. So slay we must. And I'm like, full goosebumps moment. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I just love this right now. Mm-hmm. Vanderpump has everything you need in television. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so yeah, then they go to Tom and Lisa and his stupid nails. We've already discussed it. Mm-hmm. Then we have girls night, which all of a sudden Charlie's back. Uh, I thought that was weird too. So like, has Charlie completely like written off Raquel? I don't know. And there was something really weird. There was like a watch what happens live interview. Mm -hmm. And Danny Pellegrino was like, was Charlie at the interview or was she not at the interview or at the reunion? Yeah. She on her Instagram showed her reunion look and pictures but there's been no footage of a reunion that shows her in it. Yeah. So we don't know if she's like on the cast, off the cast, if she sided with Raquel. Like she did a couple of tweets right when it came out saying she's not siding with Raquel. I don't know. I'm not sure. If Raquel is pregnant, I could see Charlie maybe trying to help her out, which is mm-hmm. that's her friendship. I'm not judging right. that. Right. But I don't know. I don't know why Charlie was there. It felt like a really weird move to have her there. Agreed. Uh, Lala's there being her amazing self. We are Team Lala on this podcast, so I will never hear anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so then Tom shows up. Well, Schwartz. no, no, no. We're going to rewind a little bit because Tom Schwartz showed up because of Katie. But I wonder, okay, now I will say this. I might be giving her more credit than she should receive. I wonder if the producers told her she had to invite him. No. No? You think that just organically happened? I think she had that conversation with him. He was like, can you help me apologize to her? And Katie's like, okay, well, I'm going at the girl thing. Like, also, I think the worst of Katie. So, disclaimer. Fair. Nope. Fair, fair, fair. Yep. I get that. So, Tom comes because Katie invites him. <laughs> Idiot. And I love when he walks in. So this is girls night, which first of all, Raquel looks like she just came off the cover of like Ar- sports Illustrated. Ariana. Ariana, sorry. Shows up like she just came off the cover of sports illustrated, mm-hmm. like gold dress. I'm like, I would look like a troll under a bridge. If this had just happened, to <laughs> I me. would be like, I'm not going out in public for at least six months. If I can't wear sweatpants, I'm not going to that facility. 100%. And she shows up looking like that. And I was yeah. like, Whoa, yeah. revenge body right away. Uh-huh. So then in comes Tom Schwartz and he walks into this girl's night. He's like, oh, that's a cool vibe up here. I'm like, he's such an idiot. Did you just smoke 18 bowls? What is wrong with you? Correct. Get your shit together. He cannot. I can't tell if Tom Schwartz is that fucking stupid. He is. Or if he's so fucking smart, he can play stupid. No, he's that stupid. I can't. I can't with him. Yeah. But everything. Then that text he sent her. 
Yeah. I'm not going to kick my guy while he's down. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Is he down? Seems like he's been up for the past seven months. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Yeah. He was having his cake and eating it too. Yeah. And you knew the entire time. You knew this was going to blow up. And you also allowed him to continue a false narrative of his relationship with Ariana in front of cameras the entire season. Correct. All of which it. to me is actually worse. Agreed. You know, like, I don't even understand that. If you knew you're filming these scenes where Tom is dogging her, yeah. where they're at, like, yeasty boys talking shit and stuff. Get the fuck out All of these conversations and you don't ha- give Ariana the heads up. Yeah. Knowing that that's not true. Yeah. I don't know. Total so dummy. he shows up. Ariana was beautifully told him off. So that mm-hmm. was amazing. Yes. Agreed. And then the last scene is our dearest little Shishi <gasps> going off on Tom. As she should. Thank you for finally saying it. For real. Like, I mean, that was like, that was amazing. I was so proud of her. Oh, my God. She really hit. She was what all of us were thinking. Yeah. Is she really what? She was the voice of everybody watching. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Tom. I don't care if you were having problems. Then you break up. When she said, then you break up with her, you call her friends, and we pick up the pieces of that. Yep. That was beautifully put. Exactly. That is exactly what we're here for. Yeah. She's like, we would have called Jeremy. We would have got her family in. Yeah. We would have been her support system while you left her. Exactly. But what you did was way worse than all of that. Yep. Sheena was phenomenal and it gives me hope for a future of liking Sheena. Yeah, for real. She was amazing. Oh my God. Um, So I was really proud of her. Also, she looked beautiful in that scene. With, like, no makeup. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Huge hoops. Agreed. I was so yeah. there for that. <laughs> Huge hoops. You are correct. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, yes. but yeah. So, and that's the end of the episode. Now we go into the reunion. Yeah. Um, A lesson that I learned. I used to give my husband a hard time when, like, the bills would play. And I'm like, oh, we're all going to go to JP's and watch the game. He's like, I can't be in public. And I'm like, you can't just sit with other people like it's a game. Like, what's right. your problem? Like, right. I literally used to shame him for, like, not just going in public to watch football. Mm-hmm. And now everyone keeps inviting us to that party for the reunion watch oh, yeah. party on no. Wednesday. Mm-mm. And what I learned from the last two episodes is I look like Louie when I watch Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> so there is no way in hell that I could ever watch it in public. There are times I have to pause the TV. There are times I'm shaking. There are times I have to walk away from him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Him being Tom on my TV. Right. Like I literally was screaming at my television. Mm -hmm. All the crazy ass faces and unhinged looks that Louie made in the finale Mm -hmm. of Jersey were all the expressions I made watching that finale of Vanderpump. So I have to apologize to my husband for always giving him a hard time for not being able to watch football. <laughs> I love this in public because so I much. can't watch Vanderpump in public. No, I agree. I cannot. Number one, like if there are people who are talking, like forget it. I know. I'm going to be shushing. Yeah. I'm not going to be fun. No. 
And then Not for even a little those bit. of you guys who don't know, Peacock is airing all the episodes the next day yeah. unedited. I might just not watch it on Wednesday and just watch it on Thursday. Part of me is like I maybe could go to the watch party Wednesday because I know Thursday I could then watch the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. So I've been debating. I don't know. If you go, I go. We have to call Larry. No, Larry I have some, to go. Larry got I have some like VIP concert. seating at mm-hmm. the last watch party. Mm-hmm. So if I can sit on like some couch, not around everybody else and watch it with Larry, I'd be okay with that. Right. No, I get that. But I don't know. Other people, I'm going to be like, shut <laughs> They are speaking. You are not. I'm going to be like a librarian in that place. Oh, yeah. No, nobody wants that energy. I know. That's why I don't think I should go. Agreed. And I feel like if it's like a crazy energy, like fights are going to break out. It's going to be like my real life trolling situation. Exactly. You know, you don't need that kind of energy in your life right now. Yeah. I feel like I should just stay away from the drama and leave it up to the people. Especially since you've been trolled. Yeah. (laughs) Just think about that. I'm going to make sure I send this podcast episode to double or. I would recommend not. Kay Reyes and all the other, <laughs> all the other people on Instagram that just love me so much. So great! Oh my god, Team Terry Maloney. Um, okay, are we done with Vanderpump? We can say one sentence about Summer House, and then we have Jersey. And I know we have to get going. Yeah, but- we really got to wrap this up. Um, okay, so I actually had more thoughts on Summer House than one sentence. Oh, I'm here for it. I think they really got it wrong this season. Agreed. I think they spent too much time on the whole Danielle and Lindsay thing, and they missed a whole section about Amanda and her infertility and what is going on with that. I think they missed a whole section about Sierra and what about, like, Sierra is single right now and she's going through it, and she just found out that she may go through menopause earlier than most people. So what are her thoughts? Does she want to do IVF? Does she want to freeze her eggs? What is going on with that? I think they missed an entire, entire thing about Paige and why does she feel like this about Craig? Number one, she's not ready to get married. And also, like, this whole thing with Gen Z just not wanting to get married. Like, this relationship with Craig is working for Paige right now. But it seems to not be working for Craig right now. And he wants to be together. He wants this traditional role. And I'm sorry, but Paige is not a traditional woman. Like, she has her own feelings. She has her own thoughts. She likes having her independence. So why are we not focusing on the way that relationships are changing here? And also, let's talk about friggin' Maya feeling like she cannot trust Oliver and having that intuition about it. And then this motherfucker cheats on her with with all of these eyes watching here. I feel like Summer House needs to learn to evolve or they're going to lose their show. And actually, Paige was on an interview recently where she was like, they were talking about the future of Summer House. Mm -hmm. And she pretty much said, I think there's less people invested on what we're doing on our weekends and more people invested on what we're doing Monday through Friday. Exactly. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I would rather actually see their work lives. They're they're all almost like 40, except for Paige and Ciara. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to see a bunch of 40-year-olds try to drink and have fun. And... 
and be hungover. I would love to see what's happening with Loverboy. Yeah. I would love to see Kyle and Amanda working from home and now they have an office and how does that go? Like, yeah, I would love to. I, it's exactly. I'd like to see their Monday through Friday. Yeah. I'd love to see how Paige's world is totally different now because she has this business with Hannah. I yeah. actually like to see Hannah back in a working capacity of Giggly Squad and how that is going. Agreed. They're touring the country. Like, I want to see all of that. I no longer yeah. care if they're getting drunk on weekends at a house in fucking Montauk. Exactly. Yeah. I literally, and also I'm so over Danielle uh. and I'm so over Lindsay and Carl. I literally do not care about any of them. And I cannot believe they have based an entire season on these two. On you what wanna... seems like a very simple misunderstanding. No, you want to get into it? Let's talk about what happens when friends break up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I don't care if it if Lindsay feels unsupported by her friend. Which is what it is. Yes. Then let's talk about that. Yeah. Because I am 1,000% sure that Danielle's issues with Lindsay are a projection of her relationship with Robert breaking apart. I am 100% team Lindsay, and I don't understand why the producers are pushing a narrative that they want us to be team Danielle on this. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't handle Danielle at all. How she has been acting in Lindsay's biggest and most exciting moments of her life has been Honestly, completely inappropriate. She literally talked to everybody at their engagement party about how Danielle wasn't involved. I'm sorry. That happens at my engagement party. You're dead to me. I actually called Anna after one of the episodes. (laughs) So great. This is a true story. So great. And I was like, I want to let you know that I am a friend that does not always respect your boundaries. And I'm definitely like have my nose in your fucking business. But I will never disrespect you to the level that Danielle has. And if you are in a great relationship someday and he proposes to you and I don't know anything about it, yeah. I don't care. Who cares? Who cares? It's literally between the two of them. Unless you posted a fucking story and you're like, my best friends were all here for the best day of my life and you had everybody but me in the picture. Correct. And even if you did that, I'd have to be like, well, that sucks for me, but... I have to get over it because I'm a grown adult and this is a big moment for her. Oh, my God. And they were friends. Carl and Lindsay were friends for years. Yes. And I will say, Dan and I were friends. And then we became best friends. We were friends for years. Mm -hmm. And then after seven months of dating, we got pregnant with Keely. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We are still together today. And that's not a fucking accident. That's because we had foundational years of friendship right. before we ever dated. And actually, the time we dated for when it, we dated to when it got real fucking serious real quick yeah, to the time we were like, it was a very short period of time. But I'm like, in a world where we can accept love is blind <laughs> and 90 day fiance, how can we not get on board with Carl and Lindsay who have known each other since? 2016 it's ridiculous we're dating now like what i can't with danielle and her stupid fucking little and her double standards she moved in with robert after how many months three months get out of here it literally has nothing to do with you nothing his 
Her parents knew about it because he got them involved to bring them in. Because they had to fly in. Oh, my God. And the other thing I will say is, like, I'm like, this. none of this, not only none of it concerns her. Correct. At all. But I'm like, Carl and Lindsay, I think, are so fucking boring to watch. I do not care 100%. to see their marriage continue on television. Don't care. They I'm could also be kicked off of something. Bummed <laughs> off. I'm almost bummed out that their wedding is going to be on, on TV because I'm like, I don't care. Right. That all being said, I think they're a great couple. I just think that they're so great and so normal now that yeah. they no longer make for good reality television. Yeah. Why are we going to get fucking mad at Lindsay because she's not drinking as much because her fucking partner has an addiction and doesn't drink? Like, this is insane this to is me. This is her being a supportive girlfriend. This is insane to me. If she was a bad girlfriend, you would hate her. Now she's being a good one, you hate her. That's the thing. It's like she's doing that. First of all, we've all seen Lindsay drunk. Lindsay should not be drunk. I mean, let's get real here. So it's not like she's doing, it's not like it's the opposite. Where she is now drinking more because of her boyfriend. She's drinking less. That's actually a good thing, guys. Right. That's a good thing. She's also like nearing 40. So like exactly. you should probably drink less because the hangovers are terrible. Yeah. So it's not that he's like stopping her from being who she is. You guys, nobody needs Lindsay to be drunk all the time because she's terrible when she's drunk. So stop acting like he's prohibiting her from being who she is. And there were many conversations oh with God. Danielle where she was like, I'm here. I'm asking you to tell me what's going on. Yeah. I'm supporting you. What can I do? What did I do? Let's have a conversation. And then Danielle would be like, oh, 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 I have to walk away. And I'm like, okay, she's she's giving you the time and space yeah. to share your emotions. Right. You're getting up and storming off like a child. Yeah. So... What is Lindsay supposed to do? Exactly. Everybody is coming after Lindsay, and then they were all coming after Carl. Like, I'm sorry. I cannot even imagine what it is like to have to pull off a proposal for the woman that you love. Especially someone like Lindsay. Yeah. Who is very high maintenance. Yeah. I mean, I love her, but she is. True story. True story. So you're going to get mad at him because he didn't involve you when he told you weeks before that he had bought a ring and you literally screamed into a pillow. Yeah, I can't imagine why he didn't get the invite. <laughs> I, I can't. So weird. Every step so of the weird. way, you have been outwardly unsupportive. Yes. Why would he include you in the engagement? Exactly. I don't care if you're fighting your best friends, whatever. You are not supportive of this relationship. I'm not going to include you in the engagement. Oh, my God. I like my head actually hurts right now. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so angry about this. Well, that's how we feel about Summer House. Yeah. Let's go on to Jersey. We have about seven minutes to talk about Jersey. We're going to wrap her up. And what was, I mean, again, right now on Bravo, there is some. Andy Cohen has to just be like sitting. I feel like, <laughs> do you remember DuckTales? Do you remember that cartoon? <laughs> Randomly, yes. Do you remember in the in the opening credits where Scrooge McDuck had a big vault with gold coins <laughs> and he was like sledding up and down on dollar bills with them and the ducklings were, were oh sledding God, on dollar bills up and down the gold <laughs> coins? Do you remember that? I do. That is what I picture Andy Cohen's life must be right now. Oh, my God. Because right? across... The entire Bravo universe, 
Oh my they god. They are giving us nothing but gold. It is bananas. I almost feel bad separately for both Vanderpump and Jersey. Correct. That they both had probably the best episodes of their entire <laughs> series in the same week. And as Bravo people, like my body can't handle this. <laughs> I have had bouts of stomach issues. Oh, my God. For real. It sure has to do with this television. For real. Jersey's episode was fucking unhinged. Unhinged. Like, I couldn't even handle it. I was getting whiplash from, like, now she's crying. Now they're fighting. Now Jen's mad. Now, oh, my God, Jackie's going. Now Margaret's about to fight her. uh, Oh, my God. I'm like, protect Margaret's face. Now Louie's fighting. With Melissa. Now Joe's fighting with Louie. Now Teresa's. Ma- I'm like, okay, let's whiplash. talk about Louie's blood pressure. First of all, let's talk about how Louie might actually be Lucifer. <laughs> when he, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. Cause it's like been a gif or gif that's been going around where he's like, <laughs> and his eyes are popped out and he's like happy. It's like the most maniacal face I've ever seen. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Like Stephen King could never like next next horror movie someone makes make that man oh my villain. god because that picture will haunt me forever in my dreams forever forever uh, agreed like there is agreed. like that that picture of his purple skin and his bulging eyes and his big <laughs> smile I am terrified <laughs> I'm terrified he is he is for. He oh is God. terrifying. I just want to say that. I think he is the worst. I am. I think he literally makes Joe Dice look like Jesus Christ himself. For real. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Louis might actually be the devil. I think he is. So let's talk about. Just based on his skin color. Let's, let's go on some of the bigger topics here. Do you think that Melissa cheated on Joe Gorga? Okay. Here's what I think. I think because she has been under so many microscopes over the past 10 years, there's no way, like she would know legit that there is no way that she would do it and not get caught. 100%. I don't think she cheated. I don't think she did. I think she is too smart for that and she knows she would totally get busted. I think she has a hot trainer. She got a ride from one day. Okay, so what's the second point? I was just going over the main things of, oh. I want to know what you think of these certain situations. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The first one was, do you <clears> think the, the rumor is Melissa cheated on Joe? I don't think she did. Do you think that Margaret knew this and then told that friend, Laura, who's like the woman without a face. <laughs> and then Laura told all these people, like, do you think Margaret knew, like, where do we think the miscommunication and all this was? It is really hard for me to, get my head around this. Like, are you team Margaret on this? Or do you think Margaret is every, like, who do we believe? Do we think Margaret is this arsenal? I tend to think she doesn't, but I tend to think the best of people. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I do think that Margaret told Melissa that she should leave Joe. Oh, that no. Yeah. That she's been open about that. 100%. Yeah. I don't think she knew anything to tell Laura. I think that Laura knows exact whoever the fuck this woman is. I, I need like I'm, between Laura and Joe, this mysterious Joe woman on Vanderpump. I'm like, you guys need to start. You guys are filming 24 seven. You don't got one fucking picture of these. Exactly. Girls. Every time someone says Laura's name, 
There yeah. should be like a little box that pops up with her face. Like yes, every time. Exactly. Every Reminder, time they say this it, is Laura. Just, boom. Here's Laura. Yeah. Boom. Here's Laura. I need. Yeah. Like I think picture in picture. I think Laura knows what buttons to push and what is going to start shit. And I mean, anybody who has watched New Jersey knows like obviously Melissa cheating on Joe is going to be a trigger. I just think it's all a distraction. 100%. Now, here's what I will say. Unpopular opinion. Tell me. I don't think that Teresa Giudice is a terrible person. I think she's an easily manipulated person. And I think she's being very manipulated by Louie. Agreed. And I feel very bad for her. And there are a lot of scenes where I see Teresa with Louie, even when she was on the phone with Joe that day, mm-hmm. and Louie's like writing down things. Yeah. Say this. Uh, uh, uh. I actually think Teresa is probably a kind person. Mm-hmm. She's, I, I hate to say this about another woman because I really do like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think she has the best intuition. I don't think she's smart enough to understand she's being manipulated. And when I see scenes with her and Louie, I feel bad for her. Like my instinct in it is to actually, I'm like, Ooh, this is bad. Yeah. I think Louie found a woman that he knew he could sever. He was a fan of the show. He said it when he first met her, Mm -hmm. he was engaged. Mm -hmm. He, he saw that Teresa checked in at a bar down the street from him, showed up at the bar, called off his engagement the next day, and then was with Teresa. Stop. I think Louie knew exactly what he was doing. He was, when they first started dating, Andy's like, did you ever watch the show? Louie goes, I've never missed an episode. I think he knew exactly who he was manipulating. Mm -hmm. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Mm -hmm. He found a woman who already has no parents Mm -hmm. and a very severed relationship with the only family she she has. Mm -hmm. And I think he took a fucking machete to the cracks of her relationship with Joe. I agree 100%. And I know people really hate Teresa. I don't. I I, I really don't. I, I actually feel really bad for her. I feel like we're constantly, I, I think there's a much bigger thing happening here. Mm-hmm. And I think we are watching a woman who is in an abusive relationship, not necessarily physical, but maybe a little mental. Oh, yeah. I Ver- think he's like, totally gaslighting her. I know. And I know people will be like, no, she's a bitch. She's this. I know people are going to be like, no, I totally disagree. Teresa's yeah. this. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to watch her. Listen, when it comes to the family shit, her hands are not clean. Joe's hands are not clean. Agreed. They have both fucked each other 20 different ways. Mm-hmm. She is not the best person in the world. No. They do not have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. But there are many times where I feel like there could be some sort of resolution. And the only reason there isn't is because of her who she's with. So this is super interesting and I completely agree with you. I think that he is holding like the puppet strings here and he is feeding into, I think Joe Gorga is a, has a very dated way of thinking and I get it. He was raised by immigrants and like everything was super traditional, but that is not the world that we live in right now. That's all I want to say. I think that Louis is creating this narrative of them. Like, I mean, we saw it last week or two weeks ago 
when he was like, so Joan and Melissa, Melissa are not invited. And Teresa's like, the cameras are on. Hot mic moment. Yes. So like, I think we actually got a glimpse. I think he's trying so hard to create this narrative of him being the peacemaker. But in reality, he is absolutely not. And the wheels have fallen off the last couple episodes because oh, he's 100%. really laid into them. I'm sorry. Are we going to totally glass over how he said he hired a private investigator to get dirt on everyone? I know. And then I watch what happens live. Afterwards, Teresa was in an interview. And like, so Teresa and Louie were on Watch What Happens Live. And Andy's like, what was that? And he was like, Oh, I just made that up. I was just throwing names out there. It was a lie. And Andy goes, Andy, because I fucking love Andy, goes, well, that seems like a pretty detailed lie to say twice. Yeah. I was like, I love Andy. And then later they played a game. Can you excuse his behavior or something? Yeah. And they like said different things. And he's like, can you excuse it? Asking Teresa. Mm -hmm. He's like, can you excuse Louie for hiring a private investigator on all of your best friends? And Teresa goes, yes. <gasps> so it's like, Teresa, yeah, they tricked like, you. Oh my God. Like, don't, yeah. And I was like, no. So I totally think he did. I, I am not saying Teresa is innocent. I'm not saying she's like a fucking, you know, Mary. Right. But I also am like, I think there is a real love for her and her brother. Mm -hmm. And it makes me very sad to watch their relationship. It's so hard. Fall apart. Yeah. And I think, so I was talking to a few of my clients and it was really interesting because they actually don't like Melissa. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that way. I think Melissa's collateral damage. Mm Mm-hmm. In so here's my theory on it. Also, no offense, but if I'm relationships between the sister of the husband and the wife of the husband are very, very tricky relationships. They are in any situation. That relationship is always it's something about that where it's like almost like territorial. So right? to me, I'm very much in my eyes, mm-hmm. I see it as Teresa and Louie have a very complicated relationship. Agreed. I'm sorry. Teresa and Joe have a very complicated relationship. Agreed. I think Louie is like seizing that opportunity to make mm-hmm. it worse. And to me, I'm like, I think Melissa's collateral damage. I think she always has been. She has been the collateral damage and the scapegoat for Teresa and Joe's bad relationship. Like, it's so crazy to me because in every scene I see, Melissa is trying so Hard. Agreed. Agreed. I will say this. I told my client this. She goes, nope, I totally disagree. I said, well, what's your opinion? Because again, I welcome other opinions than my own doubler. (laughs) Look on Bravo by Betches. Look on Bravo by Betches. It's proof. I don't care if you don't feel the same way. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I think Melissa is like that on camera. And she goes, I think, she goes, I do not think she is to the level Louie is. Mm. But I think she also realizes that Teresa's relationship with Joe is toxic. Mm -hmm. And I think when the cameras are not rolling, she does not play into being the supportive wife as she does when cameras are rolling. She goes, I fully think that Melissa does what she does in front of cameras and she's just more careful than Louie. That's smart. So that makes sense sense too. But at the end of the day, the whole thing is just sad. Oh, it's terrible. But I do think at the heart of it, Louis is the worst human in the world. I, the he worst. He is manipulating this entire situation. And maybe nobody's hands are clean. Yeah. You know, but okay. at the end of the day, like, Louis is not helping it. He made it so much worse. 
And that's the thing that kills me is that he's giving the illusion that he's trying to help it. Yeah. Um, moving on to Danielle and Rachel. Mm. It makes me so sad they can't be friends because I love both of them. I know. Same. And if they could just be friends, they'd be like a power couple of friends. I know. Um, Jen Fessler trying to hook up her, her daughter with Frankie Jr. Is all of us. Is all of us. Yes. I fucking love Jen Fessler. Agreed. This was such an intense season that if they did not have the comedic relief that she was, oh my God. I would have not survived. Yeah. So thank you, Jen Fessler, for being everything that you are and bringing your mother and her very odd twin on the television <laughs> because everything you brought was such a nice, pleasant relief from the intensity that the season was. Okay. So again, I'm going to make a complaint against Bravo because Real Housewives of New Jersey, we missed the mark. I want to know more about Dolores and Paul. Stop calling it Paul's house. It's Dolores and Paul's house. First of all. Agreed. First of all. Agreed. And let's talk about that whole thing with Frank, which was just in one episode. And let's bring in the kids. Let's definitely bring in Frankie Jr. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In so many ways. In so many ways. I could watch a whole show about Frankie Jr. But, like, that's what I'm saying. They have this whole possibility of connecting with this whole different audience, and they're just not doing it because we're so focused again on beating the dead horse of Teresa and Melissa. They're not going to get along. Stop. Yeah. And did you hear they they stopped recording? Well, they put a pause on recording. Yeah. But you know what? If they start up again in the fall and they go, I think this is a very elaborate thing on Bravo's end. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, Jersey used to record September through like January. Mm -hmm. And it was great because, again, the best part of Jersey is the family dynamic. Right. And watching these people go through Thanksgiving and Christmas, Mm -hmm. they were gold episodes. Right. So you know what? If they bring Jersey back to recording around the holidays, now with a completely divided family, right? I'm here for it. Yeah. I actually think they just know it's going to be better TV. Yeah. I think they're trying to figure out how to record with this huge rift. And I also think that they are like, well, there's going to be a large rift. Let's put them at the holidays because what's more of a stressful time? That's the thing, though, is that there's nothing bringing them together. I know. It'll be interesting. Except for Jersey. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I love that Rachel adopted her son. Oh, my God. I love that whole storyline. I, I really I want her. Rachel and Danielle to be friends because I really same. love Rachel. Same, I same, like Danielle same. a little less because I, I don't know how Danielle can be friends with Jennifer Aiden. I'm mm. glad Jennifer Aiden finally got the apology from Bill. She deserved the day she found out he cheated. Oh, my God. They're walking down the stairs and he actually looked at her and said, I'm sorry for what I didn't the humiliation it's caused you. I'm like, if you could have done that like five years ago, she might be normal. Oh my God. It's so hard to watch them. I I have a hard time with Jennifer Aiden. Yeah. But I also feel very bad because at the core of all of that is cheating. Yeah. That's why she's a crazy bitch. She's hurt. Yeah. I liked what she did for her brother. Whatever. Yeah. She drives me nuts though. So Uh, bad. (laughs) So bad. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll see. We have Teresa's wedding episodes coming up. I'm so glad. One thing I want to point out, Teresa's wedding episode. Thank God Jennifer and Dolores are both as appalled by her hair as the entire world was. I know. I know. I'm like, who let her leave? Even Teresa's like, it's so bad. I have to thank 
Teresa's hair <laughs> because right. if it were not for Teresa's hair, yes. yeah, it would not have opened a door for me to go to BravoCon yeah. to do Andre Lopez's Teresa's hair. I mean, it's perfect. Which has now gotten me an invitation to this year's BravoCon <laughs> doing Andrea Lopez's hair. I love it. So you know what? Yeah. I'd like to shake Teresa's hairdresser's <laughs> hand. Thank you for opening. You walked so we could run. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I I am here for all of it because it just it. opened up a whole new portal to my life. God bless. That I didn't know existed. So great. The higher the hair, the closer to God. And I'm here for all of it. Uh, I love all of this for yeah. you. <laughs> I love this hair journey for you. So great. So, yeah, <sighs> that's where we are with everything. Yeah. Are you watching Below Deck? I just want to no. know. No? Okay. No. Well, if you guys are watching Below Deck, DM me because I'm watching and I'm pretty into it right now. <laughs> and I want to know what everyone thinks of Daisy and Colin because I love it so much more than her and Gary. Unpopular opinion, but it's how I feel. Gary's toxic. Anyways. Uh, I've I've taken three days to watch three episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Oh. So if anybody still watches Grey's Anatomy, feel free to DM me. I think the ladies out there. All right. You know what? No <laughs> one's judging you on your shit. All right. So I, how I dare did you? get judged. Yeah, that was legitimate. <laughs> this is not. I love this show. Okay. No, I know. Oh. Everybody else does too. That's why there's 18 seasons of it. Exactly. 20. Oh, no big deal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've uh-huh. never under exaggerated before. That's a new feeling for yeah. me. <laughs> Um, Let me sit with this. We have to thank our sponsors, even though neither neither of them are listening to this episode. Oh no! Let me be very stopped. clear. Yeah, they are probably looking, going. They're doing another fucking Bravo episode. <laughs> we should name it something else to trick everybody. Oh my god! We should be like tools and hardware. <laughs> Can we please call it? That? <laughs> oh my god! I have a wait. What woodworking at its finest? What? <laughs> okay. This is great because it really comes full circle. Faith, do you remember a few seasons ago, it may have been last season, when I talked about my neck hammock? Oh, boy. Yep, I remember. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you haven't, we're not going to look up the episode because I don't even know when it was. Um, So, funny story. I'm at our chiropractor because now I go to the same woman that you go to and we're talking about I have this year is the year that Anna gets everything wrong with her body worked out right so I went for an MRI which if anyone has ever gone through an MRI I was not prepared at all for this the woman who I the tech who I said I have never gotten an MRI goes here you go here are these. And I'm, and she just opens a paper container. So I dig my finger in there. I go, I don't know what's in here. She goes, earplugs. I'm like, why do I need earplugs? It turns out MRIs are loud AF. Yeah. I had no idea. So it turns out I have three bulging discs in my neck. So our chiropractor is working on me and she's like, God, this must feel so terrible for you. I go, it does. It really does. Like my neck hurts all the time. I go, I even bought one of those neck hammock things. And she's like, oh my God, I've heard of those. She goes, that would be so helpful for you in your neck pain. I said, 
I'm going to need you to talk to Faith about this. <laughs> because she gave me the hardest time when I said I bought a neck hammock and publicly shamed me about this. So I need you to explain to her. What did Liz say? Because I can was, only imagine her reaction. She was dying laughing. She's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, it was insane. I go, but it really did help. And she's like, yeah, I could imagine it would with what's going on with your neck. Anyway, validation on the neck hammock. I literally have written that down and could not wait to tell you about it. Bullshit. Oh, God. Go ahead. I'll wait for the apology. I'll wait. I'll wait, Sandoval. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'm sorry. Thank you. For... For making fun of your neck hammock. Thank you. Which I'm going to go home and lay in for a little and bit. Watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Maybe a Hallmark movie. Who knows? The world is my oyster. I hope Sam doesn't listen to this <laughs> Oh, how old is that Asian lady? <laughs> that her, Asian senior. Her, her best friend has a neck hammock. Don't worry about it, Sam. It helps. God damn it. Yes, so I could not let this episode go by without talking about that. I'm glad you dropped that. Yep. I am sorry. You're welcome. This episode's brought to you by Rusty Nickel. It is. I drank. What did I have? The Kick summer back. Summer Kick zoom. back. Summer. You had Zumosa. Zumosa. Oh my god. And now you're on your second one. Yeah, kicking back. Which they were both under five percent. I just want to point that out. Yeah, and amazing. Um, kicking back was amazing. It is very IPA. Zumosa gold highly recommend it's like Ooh. a summer shandy but not as sweet oh yeah highly recommend and thank you nick who also is not listening to this episode yes but we still love you so should you be finding yourself in a position of ariana's and you need to find some financial relief true story give nick a call at harbortown financial he can help you get your life into order <laughs> Maybe we should both call him after this episode. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can contact Nick at nick at harbortownfinancial.com or call 716-356-3300. Guys, thanks for listening to what will be our longest episode we've ever done. Probably. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. The way to show podcasts that you love them is by sharing them. Make Please. sure you share them. We yes. love all of your comments. Even if you want to troll me, I'm used to it now. I'm good. You guys feel free. <laughs> She's to, well versed. Feel free to send those comments my way. Yeah. 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 Uh, we can agree to disagree. Uh-huh. Um, but we just thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I had someone, I'm going to shout her out. We had a listener, Chloe. She sent me a message. I sent it to you. You didn't respond, by the way. Oh, my God. I totally thought about that this morning. Uh, yeah. She, I thought while I was driving. Yeah. Well, that's usually how things At a stoplight. Yep. Um. She sent me a message and I'm reading it out loud. Thank you, Chloe. She said, hey, girl, I just wanted to tell you, your Tiny Tim podcast episode is hilarious. It's honestly better than Call Her Daddy. Promote that on Barstool ASAP. I just want to let you know that the next time I'm going to have sex with my husband, I'm going to think about that text to make me go. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that was hands down the nicest thing anyone's ever said. That was really nice. And thank you. And I just want to say that Chloe's like 22. <gasps> and another girl who loves our podcast is like 21. And she was telling me she loves it, too. And for being old ladies, we hit the demographic. You know what? For being a group ladies. of ladies, 
We're really killing it. Yeah. Someone let Sam Martin know. (laughs) (laughs) We're fun and young and here to party and watch Grey's Anatomy. Oh, here to party only until 10 p.m. (laughs) And then and then we got to go to bed. Oh, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We We love love you guys. Bye. Bye.